Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. They're stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Remember when women were called women? Written by Bob Ramsey. Last weekend, I was reading the proofs of my memoir, which comes out in June. My editor queried one word in this sentence. Like most couples, we have our unspoken tics and habits that signal everything's okay or not. She wanted to know if I would change tics to idiosyncrasies. As she wrote in the margin... Some people, especially in the health and disability communities, take exception to using it casually, as it is an uncontrollable movement for people with Tourette's and other neurological disorders. Oh, I didn't mean tics the way she did, as an involuntary gesture, but more as a certain look or gesture that carries a signal. And far from involuntary, it's deliberate and purposeful. But I told her, sure, even though my word was one syllable and hers was six. I agreed because I don't want to offend anyone, at least unintentionally, especially if they live with a nasty disease like Tourette's, and if it's important to them not to see the word ticks. I also agreed with something I didn't really want to do because I'm worn down from the culture wars and their sandbagging of my language. As Cahal Kelly wrote in the Globe and Mail on Saturday, the moral sands are shifting under your literary feet, constantly, inexorably, and a lot of the time you aren't wearing the right brain shoes for it. Thirty years ago, I was speaking with someone from Goodwill Industries. She asked if I knew what her organization does. Of course, I did. Back in the 70s, I dropped countless bags of used clothing at their depot at Jarvis and Adelaide in Toronto. So, I said, I've known Goodwill since it was crippled civilians. Silence. She was mortified, which I thought was a little misplaced. After all, she worked for the organization. I was just reminding her of its history. And the fact was, for decades, it was called the Society for Crippled Civilians. So yes, certain words and phrases fall so far behind the times that they cause instant offense when used today. But breastfeeding? And wait for it, women? It seems these words are not only out of date, they must no longer be used in polite company for fear of giving offense, like crippled civilians. Last week, Brighton and Sussex University hospitals issued guidelines asking their staff to stop referring to breastfeeding and use chest feeding instead. Henceforth, breast milk is to be called one of three other things. Human milk, breast slash chest milk, or milk from the feeding mother or parent. The hospital's guidelines also advise replacing the word father with parent, 
co-parent or second biological parent, and steering away from the word mother altogether. Their suggestion? Birthing parent. While these changes aren't mandatory, i.e. as a doctor you won't get fired for misidentifying the only body part that produces milk, they will appear on the hospital's website, emails, and letters. Where did this linguistic virus come from? A team of gender inclusion midwives. Their goal was to remind us that there are trans people and people transitioning from women to men who feel excluded and invisible when they hear mother or woman. Yes, I'll give them that. But for all of us who fear the tyranny of the majority, this is the opposite of that. The vast majority of people who use a hospital's maternity ward are women. How vast? The Times of London said this is meant to cater to the tiny number of natal females who transition to males socially, but not medically, and give birth. As of 2017, the UK had two such people. Two. Even when you consider the entire population of 200,000 transgender people in Britain today, they represent just 0.58% of the 34 million British women. As the Times notes, this is not merely the tyranny of a minority, but the tyranny of a minority of a minority. Meanwhile, in a different part of the universe, Jennifer Trosper, deputy manager for the Perseverance rover landing on Mars, said, I worked from my laundry room for the last several months, and my kids are in Zoom school, and they'll walk in, and then people say they can't hear me because the washer's going. This is not the way we would typically design a Mars mission. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to RamseyInc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com.